Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, hello, everyone. A little bit of Los Angeles traffic keeping me back from being here in this chair. So I I made it. I'm happy to be here. And today is a delicate topic. Uh, Happy Narcissistic Mother's Day. And why am I choosing this topic? Because uh, it's just about Mother's Day. And uh, I've been getting a lot of conflicting feelings, phone calls from people uh, asking me whether they should go no contact, light contact, uh, full contact with their narcissistic mother. So I want to first of all acknowledge Robert for suggesting this topic. And thank you very much, Robert. And please feel free to call in. And this is a call-in show, everybody. So the number to call in at is 323-843-2826. And the topic is obviously about narcissistic mothers and what are we going to do on Mother's Day about acknowledging them or not. So please feel free to call in. I'm sure that there are many of you out there in conflict. And I want to talk a little bit about what is a narcissistic mother or a narcissistic parent. A narcissistic parent is a parent who puts themselves before their child. And uh, uh, as many of you know, I work with a mind map that I created many years ago. And this mind map is intended to track childhood wounds, how they react within us, and how they encode in us, and how they break us down into chaos, defenses, and ultimately breakdowns. And so we're going to talk about the narcissistic mother and uh, how she, by putting herself number one, breaks her child down and the outcome of this kind of parenting. So I want to start by going over the mind map really briefly. It's a from through to model, and it's a model that uh, takes into consideration the past, the present, and the future, and I think we have a call-in. Okay, hello, you are on the couch with Dr. Judy. Who is this, please? This is Michelle. Michelle, how are you doing? From Montana. Yes, hi, how hi, are you? Dr. Judy, how are you? I'm good, thank you for calling in, appreciate it. So, thank how you. does this topic... Um, what a topic tonight. Yeah, um, what a topic. i I've been uh, no contact with my mom since just the beginning of a March. I'm 51 years old. Okay. 
and this will be the first Mother's Day. Actually, I've been thinking about this a lot, that I won't be, I guess, acknowledging her. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing to stay no contact, but it's hard after 51 years. Very much but so. But it's really... Uh, um, mm-hmm. And I'm, I've got a little anxiety about it. Yeah, I, I mean, look, it's, what is it now, May 3rd, and Mother's Day is coming up, and uh, I, I think that this is a very relevant topic because a lot of people are conflicted about this, so let's discuss, and let's discuss with with the mind map in mind and how the damage was inflicted and what we can do to protect ourselves and draw those boundaries and then make decisions in terms of where we're going to draw that line. So if you don't mind sharing a little bit about what happened, what were your panel one wounds? And let me illustrate for the audience uh, what I mean by that. Uh, Panel one wounds have to do with wounds of childhood. I refer to them a lot in my mind map therapy. And uh, there are five primary wounds of childhood, uh, namely physical abuse, sexual abuse, verbal abuse, uh, neglect, abandonment, and smothering. So in your case, what what would you say your childhood wounds are and or were, and how did your mother um, uh, participate in inflicting these upon you? Okay. Uh, my mom abandoned me. Okay. Uh, her career was always first. Mm-hmm. My my She would leave me with my grandparents. And my younger sister would go with her dad. That was one thing. She was never there for anything. She was never there for my wedding. She was never there for my child, children's births. Um, when I was, now this is going to be a horror story. You would probably wonder why a sixth grader would do this. But one thing I was talking about it recently was when I was in sixth grade, mm-hmm. I went over to my friend's house and... Um, and she had her parents had homemade wine and I was sitting on the steps and I drank it mm-hmm. and then I poured this vodka in there. I didn't even know what I was doing. Yeah. I was I, I wasn't a troubled child or anything mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I drank so much. I must have been like seventy pounds in sixth grade. And they ran home and got my mom and my mom drugged me home and threw me in the tub with my clothes on. I guess I had passed out the minute I stood up and was vomiting all over. To me, this is harm, one of the things she did. And she threw me in a cold tub with puke and blood all over because I split open my face. She threw me in the tub of cold water, and I woke up two days later. And I walked out of the bathroom soaking wet and she was sitting in a chair and she threw a book at me, hit me in the head and said, get dressed, you're going to school. And I had blood all over and I was sick. I went to go lay down in my bed. She made me go to school with blood all over and um, embarrassing. Mm -hmm. And I, that time I didn't know, but later on and then talking about it last week about this memory, that was, I guess harmful, but my mom was always like that. I always owed her to, owed her for being born, owed her for, I owe her a life every time she did something to me. I have a sister who she would praise and who's a drug addict and a criminal and everything. And she would up dawn and 
whenever Dawn would be around, everybody would want to hang out with her, and everybody would look at me like I was this awful person when I was the rule follower, the mm-hmm. good girl. Mm-hmm. But I, it was just uncomfortable, and I could feel it. Even as a child and a teenager, I could just feel all that energy, and I just wondered, why is everybody looking at me like that? And is this the and first time? Is this the first time you're considering not acknowledging her for the Mother's Day, did you say? This will be the first one, yes. Mm-hmm. And you're I just 50? went no contact with her in March. Oh, you did go no contact. Did, did something, I mean, other than everything that you're saying is so... Horrific. Well, she was never there. And what happened, I believe she gaslighted me again big time. When I started figuring all this stuff out in January, I needed a place to stay. And my therapist said that I was not to be around her. But I had nowhere to go as I had split from a husband who was also a narcissist. Okay. And um, she was like, oh, Michelle, you know, you can come and get on your feet. And oh, she said that to you. She said that. Okay, so let me let me focus it because I know that we have limited time. And so I can get down to being helpful to you and understanding. So it's really important to tell your story. Because when you tell your story, other people can hear it, and they can become enlightened witnesses to what happened. And uh, now, now I can tell you, and you probably already know. By the way, have you read my uh, book? I have not yet read your book, no, do, ma'am. Do you have a copy of it? Do you have a, P- a PDF file of it? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, I'll make sure you get one. And for those of you who want one, it's really easy. It's free. The PDF is free. The hard copy you can uh, order. And so... When when we look at what you're saying, we could we could both recognize that there was there was physical abuse, correct? In that she threw the book at you and she ignored oh, the bleeding. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think yeah. About that. Okay. And then mainly there was emotional neglect. There was a lack, a, a complete lack of empathy. Um, and uh, yeah, well, okay, I don't know why she had to work so hard. Maybe she really had to work hard. However, um, it sounds like she, it, it, at, the, at the very important points in your life, she did not show up. She did not show up, you said, for your wedding. Is that correct? Yeah, my weddings, my childbirth. She didn't even meet my kids till they were at least one years old. Okay. She abandoned me as a child to run off and do her thing. She wouldn't let me participate in school events. She'd make okay. me come home. Okay, so look, let, let's she, track a little bit what's going on here. So here's a mother who is a, is, is a sad example of human disconnect. What are mothers supposed to do? They're supposed to put their children first. If a child is in the sixth grade and she is poisoned by alcohol and she's overdone it uh wouldn't you say that the the uh the healthier mother would say honey what what's bothering you why are you getting so drunk so it seems as though you were at that age in some ways smart enough and i say that in quotes because that's what you knew, you knew how to do you you knew how to self-medicate Okay, so there you were drinking and even drinking. Even though it was an accident and didn't realize I was doing that, even 
unconsciously maybe? I mean, I don't know what the circumstances are. Maybe there are a lot of other people doing it. It may, it may have been an accident, but what, what sixth grader would drink such a quantity? You know, this is something that I would be questioning. So it's apparent right. that, that, that the treatment that you're describing to me would punch a big hole in your soul, meaning that it would disconnect you to the point of trauma, especially this event and uh, many others not showing up, just not showing up. And so... Um, or dragged me by the hair into the guy's house that molested me, calling and, and me a what? brat. what? What? Yeah. What, so I was in second grade. So it was a four years prior, a guy, family friend molested me for a couple years. And mm-hmm. my mom went to take me to his house and he was a family friend. And I was just telling her, well, back in that day, it was the seventies. And I was like, no, I don't want to go in there. And she grabbed me by the hair and drug me down the stairs. And the she knew the man molested you? No, she didn't know. Mm-hmm. But if my daughter had done that, I wouldn't have put her in there. But she drugged me. She called me an effing brat and threw me in the Okay, this is this is left. so damaging. You know, it, it just makes sense. Doesn't it make psychological and logical sense that you wouldn't want to give to a person who has been so utterly cruel and sensitive unempathic we don't know what her panel one wounds are but i assure you she wasn't exactly um nurtured from what i'm hearing her behavior is uh is looking like how old is she now she's 71 she's 71 is she in good health yes okay is she asking for you or is she ignoring you or what what's her no, she hasn't tried to contact me at all since I okay. walked out. Okay, so I just want to read a little bit, and then we'll go back to this, so hang on for a second. And this is an article by uh, Carl, Carl McBride, Ph.D., The Legacy of Distorted Love, When Mother's Day Hurts. So that's why you're calling. Mother's Day is coming up. Yes. Sadly, not all mothers conform to the saintly maternal archetype. I've invited... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I did a guest writer to join me in writing about Mother's Day this year. Peck Streep, author of Mean Mothers, co-authored the following piece. As the avalanche of greeting cards and obligatory sentiments that make up Mother's Day fast approaches... Adult children of narcissistic mothers will be taking a deep breath, waiting for that second Sunday in May to turn into Monday morning. 
somehow buying the card that declares the best mom in the world is just another act of denial. While struggling with the card purchase, many men and women will also be triggered by thoughts of unloving and emotionally detached, and in your case, right, Michelle, abusive mothers. Many write about this holiday wondering how to handle it. So you've chosen to handle it by going no contact. And so the reasons are obvious. They're obvious to me. They're obvious to you. I'm sure they're obvious to the audience. And from a mind map perspective, if you look at panel number seven, okay, panel seven is supposed to be synergy. It's supposed to represent a paradigm shift, an interconnection, the light. In your mother's case, what she's done is is she has taken and taken and taken. She's taken her love away from you. She's taken her empathy. If she ha- ever had any, uh, she hasn't given you empathy. So if you look at, no. for example, the blue bubble and the yellow bubble, right? The blue bubble, if that represents your mother, she's basically sucking it out of you. And so by buying her a card or buying mother a gift, it's just another... It's another kick of, 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 of a reminder that I give to mom, she doesn't give to me. And so uh, if, if it's this radical, um, tell me this, Michelle, what, do you, what are you getting out of it in terms of your mental health by not acknowledging her, cutting her off? What, what are the benefits to you? Right now? Yes. Um, to be honest, I'm at a lot more peace. Okay. Um, but it's conflicted because I always loved her, just always wanted her to be a mom and she was never there. And then she made it that it was my fault and she would never acknowledge my feelings even in January. And she gaslights me and she just, I don't understand it. Okay. Okay. So we all want a mom. You know, again, there's so much emphasis on the word mother, saintly mother, uh, the mother that is the prototype of nurturance, of breastfeeding, of touching, of holding, of kindness. We don't all get a mother like that, do we? And so uh, I, I do want you to watch one particular episode that's up there called Grieving the Parents That You Never Had. And that's what it seems like, you, you know, is, is your next step, is the wish. We all wish. We all wish that this mother figure were that mother figure, the nurturing mother figure. In your case, absolutely not so. In the case of narcissistic mothers, absolutely not so. So I'm just going to read a little bit more. But it takes courage not to buy that card and opt out of Mother's Day entirely since we all know that good kids love their mothers no matter what. Everything our culture holds to be true about mothering, that mother love is instinctual, automatic, and unconditional, and that all women have the capacity to nurture shackles and unloves child's spirit and helps to keep him or her floundering in self-doubt. Out. So that's the gaslighting part. You you know your mother's supposed to be your mother. You're supposed to love her. Can you see the gaslighting of that in your own head? 
You're supposed to yes. feel. You're supposed to this. So even though you may have cut her off, it's still a very, very difficult choice. People ask me all the time, what should I do about my narcissistic parent? Contact? No contact? Low contact? And I always say, case-by-case case basis. And I've had people who have contacted their parents knowing that they're full-blown narcissists, but they do it just for themselves. Okay, they can tolerate that. I have had people who have cut their parents off completely and opted out of a rich lifestyle in exchange for emotional freedom. I have had people who opted for a low-contact kind of a uh, situation whereby they can just sort of... um, Low contact, an example of that would just be the touch points of life, a quick acknowledgement, you know, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, uh, uh, Happy Mother's Day, that kind of thing without much fanfare. So in your case, after knowing more information and, 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 and understanding the great damage to your mind, body, soul, uh, can you support yourself? in your decision. And by the way, it's, you know, you can do whatever you like. You can do whatever is right for you, obviously, but that's the key thing. What is right for you? What will not damage you even further? Because for once in your life, you put yourself number one. Understood? Yeah. And I feel bad about it. That's why I'm like, this will be the first year I don't acknowledge her. And I know if I do, it's going to just, it gives her a mile. She's a taker. She yeah. just, it's all or nothing with her. And Okay, maybe I, I could help you with I this think... piece of it. I, I understand that if it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Can everybody hear exactly. this? Okay, so let's, let's work on, you, you are damned if you do because you'll bleed out more and you're damned if you don't, but who's damning you? Right. Who is damning you? Who does damn you? She does, but in this case, I probably am doing it by feeling bad if I say no contact. That's right. So that's right. So let's say I said to you, because sometimes it helps to depersonalize. Let's say I said to you, oh, my mother beat me and she dragged me around and she threw things at me and she uh, let me stay in my own blood and vomit and, and, and allowed me to go to school like that and shamed me. And I just don't feel like contacting her any longer. What would you say to me? I would say that that would probably be a good choice. It would be your choice, but probably smart. Okay. Okay. And what if I said to you, you know, I feel like a terrible person. What what kind of daughter am I? I won't give my mother, my own mother, a, 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 just a, even a, a Mother's Day phone call, a Mother's Day card, a one rose. What's going on here? What would you say I to me then? I tell you that, that it wasn't your fault. You didn't do it. And you deserve better. And... Okay, so now that you, can you tell yourself what you just told me? I don't know. Okay. Um, see, yeah, uh, I think so. Okay, see how stubborn this thing I'm is? Sorry. And 
No, it's okay, but but I, I want you to see how stubborn our desire is to have that mother. How 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 in, ingrained it is in our uh, marrow to want to love our mother. And you know that's just your beautiful heart and your empathy. And of course, you want to love a mother. Do you want to you want to give more to this mother? That's the question understand no, the difference? I tried. I tried okay. for 51 years and okay. no matter what I did, didn't work. Okay, so we're going to stop in a minute, but I, I want to, to emphasize that. I think that you've already been around the bend a thousand times at the very least, and the conclusion is the same. No matter what you do, she's the same. No matter how much you give, she's the same. No matter what, she's the same. And so who is hurting who by giving more? And the answer is obvious, okay? So maybe this Mother's Day, you can give yourself permission to love yourself and yourself permission to take the energy that you would would want to turn toward your mother, even if it's in the in the shape of a, you know, theoretical flower or card, and maybe you can give that to yourself. How about that? Okay, so I'm not a bad daughter if I... See, this is where I really want you to... I'm going to send you a copy of my book, and if, if ever you feel the... the, the um, well, I, I guess I don't know what words to choose. If you ever want to work this issue through, just call me. I'll, 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 I'll definitely find you somebody on staff to help you because this is what these narcissistic situations do. They instill horrible core beliefs within us, core beliefs like, I'm a horrible daughter, and I'm a horrible this, and I'm not this and that. So that's the stuff that needs to be dismantled. Understood? Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes total sense. Okay. So that's her psychovirus in your head, and it's time to make sure that it's out of there and out of there uh, permanently. Okay. So uh, okay. thank you very much, Michelle. And uh, do reach out to us, or we'll reach to you and get you a free PDF of the book. And for those of you who don't have one, it is free. There's no reason for you not to have one because we could just send it to you and you can download it on your desktop and have it. Okay, so let's let's Her talk. Judy, a, I love you so I much. I love you your too. Help and your shows. Thank you. You're so you're so welcome. And you know, happy day to you. Are you a mom? I am. Happy Mother's Day to you. Happy Mother's Day Thank to you. you. And celebrate that day with your children, okay? Give that energy well, to your children. Through a narcissist dad, I lost them. Okay, so, so then just then just take deal, your you know you. then take yourself out to a beautiful day with people that love you. Okay, Michelle, please do that. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Dr. You're Judy. so welcome. So welcome. Thank you. Welcome. So can you hear everyone how? guilty and shameful this is so typical guilty and shameful even though the mother beat the living daylights out of her abused her she's still guilty and shameful that she's not going to send her mother mother's day card and i think we have another caller so hello you are on the couch with dr judy what is your name please it's debbie hi debbie how you doing thank you for calling in and where are you calling from Wichita, Kansas. Okay, yes, I 
Thank you. <laughs> I, I know we, we yeah. tr- tried to connect earlier. Yes. So tell me, tell me what's yeah. going, go, going on with you. Okay. Um, you and I spoke, I think it was about a month ago. Okay. Um, I got a free consultation and we were talking about the Dorsey and the Wizard of Oz. Yes. And you're from Kansas. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yes. Yep. And um, we spoke about my narcissistic mother, mm-hmm. um, which of course she passed away. Um, Just recently, I to talk to you since we spoke. It's no, no. It's been. Um, it'll be when will it be? My husband's here too. When okay. Hi. Been? Yeah. She passed away mm-hmm. about six to seven months ago. Okay. And uh, I was listening to you talk to the last caller, and I was like, "Tell her to grieve for the mother she wished she would have had." You know, I'm yelling at the screen. <laughs> well, that's, that's exactly what I told her to do: is to go watch that I know, episode. I'm so glad. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, but um I have an issue and it's absolutely mind-boggling to me. Okay. And it's about narcissism in the family. Mm-hmm. And you know, I was always told either you become one or you become everything that's the opposite of that. And thank God, I became the opposite of that. Thank God. Um cuz it could have yeah. gone the other way and you know, uh, just for a little bit more psychoeducation, narcissistic defenses are that they're defenses so when parents are injured at cause and remember i'm a systems thinker so i'm teaching you guys to think like a shrink and to put the puzzle pieces together because if your mother and your father were lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hurt and abused and so on then they're going to erect defense mechanisms against those feelings. And they will learn over time that that humans are to be used and feelings are not really pleasant. And let's just cut our heart out so we won't um, feel anymore. Okay, so that's yeah. one form that it could take. So go ahead. What What is mm-hmm. your dilemma? Okay. Well, I just wanted to say, too, I have a hard time ever feeling sorry for my mother. I mean, I feel like, I want to say real quick, I feel like um, I'm almost a bad person because when I left my mom and I went no contact, I was so freaking done. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't even look back. Mm-hmm. I told her, you know, you're dead to me, and I left. Yes. And I didn't even know what no contact was when I went no contact. Yeah. I was just done. I couldn't take it anymore. Yep. And it didn't bother me. So I feel kind of bad in a way, but in a way I don't, you know. It was the best thing I ever did. Um However, so, mm-hmm. my question to you is, this is what I'm dealing with, and it's absolutely horrible. My daughter is a narcissist, okay? Um, she is, and um, of course, my mom tried to take my kids away because, of course, I was too dumb to be a mom. And mm-hmm. so she was around my mother a lot. That's, that was my mom's thinking anyway, how mm-hmm. I was. Mm-hmm. And anyway, 
So my daughter is, is a narcissist, and she's also the alcoholic. I think, I don't know, you probably don't remember, but we talked a little bit about that. What? what and, how um, old is your daughter? Tell me how old she is. I'm sorry? How old is she? Oh, she's 33. Okay. Or 30. 30. Mm-hmm, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. she's 30. My son's 30, 30. Okay. <laughs> Whoops. Okay. Yeah. And, um, and you told me she has a hole in the soul, mm-hmm. and I honestly believe that she does. Mm-hmm. Um, she's very evil, and add the alcohol to it with the narcissism. It's just, it's it's horrible. Well, that's it, her it, way of, of of cutting her heart out and numbing her feelings. And when yep, we're exactly. we're when we're anesthetized, it's hard to be empathic, isn't it? It's very hard. Yeah, and I am an empath. I, I'm definitely an empath. Okay. And everything hurts so deeply. But anyway, mm-hmm. I have taken over the raising of one of the sons almost full time. The son-in-law and I are. He lives here, the little boy, and I am, my husband and I are basically raising him. And then I have the nine-year-old that she has that mm. she doesn't even see. She's literally abandoned. Mm. Now, this one, the nine-year-old, he, this is absolutely incredible. He is, um, his dad is a narcissist, which drew my daughter to him, and they got together and had him. Mm-hmm. Now, their side of the family, the grandfather is a very high, highly educated college professor, and he's an extreme narcissist. Mm-hmm. And the dad's a narcissist. And the other grandma is a codependent enabler. And now, I, I saw some characteristics in my nine-year-old grandson, and I get him on the weekends. But I've been seeing him, and I thought, okay, they're just you know little, little things. Of course, he's going to have some. But now, at nine years old, he's plotting and scheming and doing things to hurt me. Um, he doesn't want to have any contact with his mother. He said he can't stand her. And I've been telling him until she gets better and she can be a good mommy, you know, it's safe for you not to be there. Okay, so and, let um, me let me sp- speak to that because I've seen this over and over. He's plotting to hurt you? Yeah. And he, l- like, what will weekend, he say? Well, let, let me tell you, every weekend we discuss the alcoholism and how it's not their fault, you know, and she just needs to get better. And he's the one that's the most vocal. And he's the one that wanted me to talk to the family, his side of the family, to keep him away from his mom because she was being so uh, um, abusive. So when he went home Sunday night, he was mad at me because he was acting out all weekend and I had to get on him, you know, and be consistent. And he was angry because nobody else gets on him. Yes. And so he wanted to get me back. He went home and told his dad he missed his mom and he wanted to call her and wants to see her. And he knew that would hurt me and it would scare me and worry me about him. And I honestly mm-hmm. believe that the covert narcissist in him is doing that to get back at me because we study the alcoholism and we talk about it just for a little bit on the weekends. I don't like rub it in their face, but mm-hmm. we talk about it. And he always is adamant on, I don't ever want to see her. I don't want to be around her. And then out of the blue Sunday night, he told his dad and that he wanted to call her and he wanted to see her. Well, a lot of you things know, are just, happening just, here. Okay, first of all, who uh-huh. does a child take out their anger on? They take the anger out on their safe parent because the, the safe parent, which you are the safe parent, your husband is the safe yeah. parent, even though you're grandparents, um, her, his mother is not the safe parent, so the bond is loose. So he's not going to tug at that bond because he still, even though he may be angry at her, he still doesn't want to, he's not ready to cut a relationship with his mom. Oh, no, mom. and I don't want them to. No, and I, 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 get, I get that that's not the issue. But the issue is that when a child doesn't feel safe with a parent, they will take it out on another parent that they, they'll basically project their anger onto the safer parent. Okay? Okay. So this happens. 
like at Sunday night, last Sunday, when he went home with his dad, mm-hmm. he started telling his dad how much he missed his mom. And he's always told his dad and everybody he doesn't want to see her. And just out of the blue, this came and I thought, I don't want to sound, I'm not trying to sound vain or all about me, but I, I honestly, as a way he had gotten in trouble so much last weekend, I think he's doing that to get back at me. Well, and it's a, like a covert move. Look, look, you're setting boundaries. So he, he's calculating yeah, this he in his it. head and he hates it. And he's saying to himself, hmm, you know, I wonder which is the better way. Should I just go with mom because she'll let me do whatever I want, which is not so good, but it does feel good because no. it's positive Mm -hmm. reinforcement right or should i go back the other direction to grandma who you know he obviously has a tighter connection with you however he's not liking the boundaries so if offered if offered the no boundaries versus the boundaries he's gonna take the no boundaries he's nine years old right yes Okay, yes, and so, him and his mother used to gang up on people, like they gang up on the little on her little um, son, and mm-hmm. they would like make fun of him together, and that was the way they bonded. It's really sick. Yeah, so it's sure really that's sick with them right now with me. So what I want you to do when you see him next is um, maybe yeah. open up the the conversation with him, kind of like a peaceful healing dialogue, and just tell him that you want to talk to him about that and that. Uh, I know it doesn't really feel good to you when grandma says no. And let's talk about why I say no and why it's, you know, so kind of get him involved. So maybe he could, does he have a dog or something like that or some kind of pet? No, but, you know, Dr. Judy, I'm afraid for him to have one. Mm -hmm. You know, when I caught him, I have a bingo cat that we love. And I caught him being mean to him the other day. Okay, so this this young... And he started crying. Okay, <laughs> all right. So look, look, uh, you know, he's, he's he needs some intervention. Where are you? I, I'm in Wichita, Kansas. Which is, right, Wichita, Kansas. He needs some intervention. Yeah. Uh, I, I wish I were closer. We we do do Skype, oh, but... My hands are so tied. Look, we do... Because sc- I don't have any kind of legal right. Okay, I got it. Okay, but you do have the right to psychoeducate him. You can't. You can't necessarily yes, put him in therapy. Yeah. And uh, this is this. I think is a great psychoeducation. So you could psychoeducate him about boundaries. Panel five. Okay, and so <laughs> panel five is about your territory. So where are you going to draw the line? Are you going to be with, are you going to draw the line so that you could not have a line and do whatever you want? And so I, I have a grandson. I'm, I'm sure you've seen him on some of my episodes. I saw him the other day on your show. He's so cute. He's so cute and he's so challenging. Yes. He's so challenging. And he'll say, grandma, I hate you, grandma. I hate you. And that's when I put limits on him. And you know, he'll Ooh. out and out hate me. So it's it's challenging. And he's a strong-minded <laughs> little guy. And so, um, you know, in the case of your in the case of your grandson, it's just really important. You, oh, I was going to say this. I teach him things through down, so. <laughs> through stories. I teach him things through stories, and he loves. I told him a really funny story. It had had to do uh-huh. about hating grandma. So he wanted grandma. Grandma, I want you to die. I go, okay, Alexander. So I told him a story about a little kid that wanted his grandma to die. And she said, okay, but before I die, I think I'll have a sandwich because I'm a little hungry. 
So she <laughs> so she sharpened and sharpened her knife, and then the little, and then she said, "So so should I die now?" And he goes, "Yeah, Grandma, die now." And I said, "Well, I think I'll have a bubble bath because I'm a little nervous. So I want to get a little relaxed, you know." <laughs> so this went on and on, oh and he was like really Whoa. he was really cracking up. And then at the end, I said, "Okay, so now it's time." He goes, "What do you think?" He goes, "Nah." <laughs> So, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> so you kind of let them get their aggressions out because that's part of the problem is that parents don't allow for children to talk like that. I happen to, you know, I happen to allow my my grandson to say, I hate you, Grandma. Okay, let's get into it. I don't personalize oh, it. That would kill me. <laughs> What's that? That would kill me, Dr. Judy. Yeah, I, I know, but that. I could just go with it and say, uh-huh, yeah, okay, yeah, sometimes grandma's really hateful. Tell me why you hate grandma today, and then we just get into a discussion, okay. and then I tell stories, and by the end of the story time, he'll say, you know, he'll say something like, uh, uh, you know, um, grandma, I really love your stories, so... I go, does that mean you uh, want me to live? Because if I die, I can't tell you any more stories, okay? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so, uh, so point being, let, them, let, let the aggression out, okay? If your narcissistic <laughs> mother would have allowed you to let your aggression out, then at least you wouldn't have to implode or explode or go silent yeah. or, you know, whatever you do. Uh, but definitely if he's hurting animals, it's not a good sign. Okay. Well, not like in a really bad, bad. Yeah, I get way. it. I get yeah, it. I caught him kicking him. Yeah. Okay. The other day and I was like, no, no, no. Okay. I just want to uh, read a little. Okay. So go ahead and ask me more about anything that you think that would be well, helpful to okay, your situation. Well, I'm so grateful that I got a hold of you tonight. I was calling and calling like a, a lunatic trying to get a hold of you, Dr. Judy. So anyway, I wanted to say one more thing about. Um, now the youngest one has got a beautiful soul, and mm-hmm. he's, my husband and I practically raised him, mm-hmm. and um, he's not around a lot of the narcissistic stuff. So, but I caught him trying to people please his older brother, which is the one that's nine that has the issues, and he's like making him be like his wait waiter, bringing stuff to him, doing stuff for him, and he wants the young one to share with him. But the, but the nine-year-old doesn't think he has to share with him. So, so I really, and I, and I will do this. It's just really hard for me to do this, is <laughs> to make a mind map video for children. I, I want to do this. Wow. I actually want to do it with my, that would be amazing. my grandson, who will be very difficult, and it will be perfect because we'll just film him being very difficult and working through it. So uh, I'm, <laughs> that I'm would up, be awesome. I'm up I heard for, you talk about that before. Yeah, I'm up for the challenge, and he's really bright, and he's really delightful, and he's hysterical. He's absolutely hysterical. So, um, so going back to um, you and 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 your your and in Mother's Day. So, how does this topic pertain to to you? It makes me angry because mm-hmm. it brings back memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Mother's Day was never celebrated. It was always about my mother. My own children would leave me alone on Mother's Day to go be with my mom. Wow. Okay. And it happens every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, so I get a little upset and angry, and I remember how it was, and they just left me. Because, you know, I said, like I said, my mother told me I was too stupid to parent so, kids. So, so she had to take over. So Mother's Day <laughs> to you actually represents her being first yet again and being first not only 
to herself, I was but to her. to her mm-hmm. to your your own children. So again, she's sucking yes. the air out of the room. She's taking it away from you, and so this I time, uh, it sounds like you have a great husband right next to you. Maybe this Mother's Day could be a beautiful uh, uh, day with your your husband. And if they want to go off, is she still alive? Your mom. No, she passed away like six months ago. Okay, okay, right, okay. Yeah. And, and so your yeah. children, uh, uh, maybe they will celebrate Mother's Day with you? What do you think? No, no. No? <laughs> My okay. daughter hates me, you know. She's all narcissistic and alcoholic, okay. and I'm the devil. Okay. You know? I'm so, raising her kids, but I'm the devil. <laughs> okay, so, so un- unfortunately that... That leaves them out of this, and then it's it's about you are a mother. You did what you could, good, bad, and different. Mm-hmm. You did what you could, and so as yeah. a result of parenting gone wrong, system gone wrong, your your daughters are not talking to you. Your husband is, so this could be a day. Yeah, you know what he did last year? He did the most beautiful thing last year for me, Doctor Judy. I got to tell you, my husband had the boys, my grandkids, mm-hmm. were with me on Mother's Day every weekend. <sighs> He had the boys make me little homemade cards, and I just cried. It was so sweet. It's beautiful. And they brought them to me. Yeah. So here's what here's my motto in life: Give where to who gives to you. If they give to yes. you and you give to them, that's light. That's panel number seven, right? The one plus one equals mm-hmm. more than two or three ph- phenomenon. That's who you give to. Yes. If you give to your husband and he gives to you. That's light. If you give to your children and they don't give back to you, that's that's sad because something went wrong there. Okay, and so 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 (laughs) look. If if you had anything to do with it, then what what I recommend for parents to do is just own their own stuff. That's what they need to do. Just own. There's an episode Mm -hmm. I did on on that own parents owning their own stuff. And so I yes. know you were not the only parent in this. I know that, uh, no, no, and no, I wasn't. Well, the, their real dad, it was, um, he was gone. He was a mess and I didn't want him around him, but I remarried for like 22 years and he did so much wrong, but it was never his fault. It was always me, you know? Well, well, I, I, I wore the brunt. Whatever, whatever, whatever uh, uh, goes down in a family system, it's always healthy to self-reflect and self-correct, meaning own your own stuff. Um, and just, yeah. I know we don't have a lot of time, but I just want to say to the audience, whether you go contact or no contact or, or light contact is a personal uh, decision. Uh, guidelines for you is definitely... If it's going to take so much out of you, if it's going to vampire your energy, if it's going yes. to make you feel less than, uh, then you got to put yourself number one. And if you feel that uh, you want to do it as just a symbol of something and that feels right to you, then that will be the way to go. And there are really no right answers here. Okay? No. Not I at just all. Want, you know, if you. He- 
Yeah, can I ask real quick, is my nine-year-old grandson, I, I could just see him becoming a full-blown narcissist. What can I, can I do something to help that? Uh, at this I, age, I yes. Because, yes, at this age, they're malleable. You see, the older they get, the more steep they get in. We don't even get yes. personality disorders to children because they're not formed yet. So I would say definitely okay. intervention and definitely um, tell him stories about where boundaries are and you I think at this age you could still teach a child empathy okay so I try that so yeah hard. yeah yes. um I'm gonna think okay. about that and feel free to reach back out to me because I think it's really really important because he could be going down a, he sounds like he's going down a, a bad pathway here uh, first he comes, and yeah. And, I feel I, I'm, I'm angry with him a little bit, and I need to get over that. I understand, but I'm a little upset with him, you know. But what what does he I say? What does he say when you say it hurts my feelings? What does he say? He just kind of looks at you like, oh, oh. <laughs> He's probably in his head going, oh, well, then I did a good job. I mean, I'm sorry, but that's yeah. So that I would open up the discussion. So, do you think that when you hurt somebody's somebody's feelings, you score a point? Why do you think that way? What do you think? You know, what do you think the game is that you're after? <laughs> How about a new game? Let's let's compare one game to the other game. One game is panel six, where you smash and clash with each other and win the game yeah. by bl- bludgeoning somebody. And the other game mm-hmm. of life is panel seven, interconnection, getting along. Yeah, he has a okay. real hard time with that. Okay, I'm going to just uh, put out a few more uh, um uh, pieces of of, of psycho some more e- psycho education about this and thank okay. you so much for calling in and then i'm gonna get to shrinking that tune yay yeah that's a beauty thank you so much for everything you do for everyone you're amazing and i love that's you. so sweet i love you too and I, I it's really an honor to do it and i i can't think of anything better than to lead a life healing human disconnect so i feel very yes. fortunate and thank you for your acknowledgement. Right. I really appreciate it. And thank you, Dr. Judy. You're welcome. So going back to this empathy business, narcissistic mothers have none. And I, I we have one more call, so I'm going to take this call. But do realize that we have about a three-minute time frame here. Okay, so hi. You are on I the couch. Do, and hi, Dr. Judy. This is Robert. Hi, Robert. How you doing? Hi. I actually really had to... Uh, be quick on my toes because you had a caller ahead of you and I didn't realize how important a hot topic this was and yes. I'm going to give you the clip notes version. This and by the way Robert is with, the one who suggested the show okay so Robert, Robert from from Philadelphia Phil, Pennsylvania the Philadelphia. city of brotherly love. Oh right let's, okay but just realize we have about two three minutes so I, I might have well, to cut I'm you off. Be, Okay, go ahead. Well, I'm I'm going to sum it all up on where we're coming from. A lot of it came from, well, first of all, the whole Mother Day thing is all about obligations. And when they don't obligate to you, how do you feel to obligate to them? But growing mm-hmm. up, there's a lot of smothering, a lot of narcissism. And also, my father was a pathological con artist, and he told me to be the father to my mother when he well, was in jail for that's hor- being a con horrible. artist. So that, that was a I bad was setup. 
Yeah, yeah, you were a parentified child, meaning that you took care of your mother by order of your father who was not capable and, and, and didn't... didn't um... Well, he, he uh, was a con artist, and he frauded mm-hmm. uh, people with his business, and he got caught up in it, and my father just made, oh, it's okay, just it to hell with your childhood, to hell with uh, your college, just worry about mom and... You be the man of the house, which I never knew what that meant. So, so is and your so? Even, can you hear that the father? I just want you to hear that the father is a participant now in setting up his own son, you, Robert, to be absolutely. in a position that you should never oh. have been in. So now, is your mother alive? My mother is alive, and you see, both you see. Here is the thing: both of my parents had a horrible system of self-reflect what happened was both of them came from broken families and they only made their children they created the worst sibling rivalry my sister doesn't even talk to me at this point okay so this is this is a a total mess of money yeah so unfortunately we're just about out of time and you could feel free to call me you know at the psychological healing center all right what are you opting to do what are you opting to do about mother's day well, since it was my t- my topic to call, and I was trying to feed through all the information that you were going to pull out through, and I have to say the most liberating thing that you said was, what are you going to give back if someone doesn't give to you? That's and right. That's right. And that's the takeaway, Robert. This is your Robert. own words, and this is what is taking me from listening to you and trying to call back and do play phone tag but it hit me right in my heart and to say what am i going to buy a card for with i'm struggling to keep going with with careers i live a couple good for you good for you why should you give to a non-giver exactly robert and please i don't mean to cut you off but i i know that this i only have like literally three more minutes here to to shrink a tune which I'm going to get good at. And I actually get wrote good at. so many. And it's your I, tune, I, Robert. I it's your tune. <laughs> talk about that, that you even, because the, my, the father was, my mother even created the sibling rivalry and my sister even. Okay, look, why look. Why does my sister we, hate me? Because, because she set up a system. So look, I'm going to go to your tune, Katie Irving, Born to Have It All lyrics. That's yours, right? Yes. It's, it's okay, let me, Ir- let me do Irving. it. I only oh have two minutes to do it. Song. Thank you. Okay, okay. And, and, and feel free to connect to us. Okay, and thank you, Robert. And uh, here is Robert's suggestion for a song. Born to Have It All and, uh, lyrics. I'm going to hear it. Okay. All right, thank you so much for calling in. And here is the song, Young Girls, Some Were Born to Dance, Born to Take a Chance. Others sleep at home and they dance alone. No one even knows. So this is about some mothering goes right. You know, you get uh, some mothers who help their children bloom and dance and others that, that shut them off and they dance alone. But you were born to touch, born to want too much. So here's a, a mother who's communicating perhaps you know, you're just too much. Let the bodies fall. You were born to have it all, born to have it all. So it's back and forth. You're born to have it all. And you know, you don't deserve to have it all. You're too much. And if you could cry, it would be only for 
be for more, born to be the girl in the mirror and the others want to be her. So this alludes to the fact that um, uh, it would only be for more, born to be the girl in the mirror. Well, you know, here's this little girl in the mirror, maybe mirroring herself because the mother isn't mirroring her. If a girl could wish, it would only be to be a girl like this. or Oh, because she has it all. And for all they know, this is all there is. And then it goes back and forth, born to dance, others sleep alone. And some people have the the gift of having a good enough mother, an empathic mother, a mother who knows how to mirror them, a mother who um, attunes to them so that they can be the best of their best and not be shadowed over by all the emotional scars. And that's my interpretation of your song, Robert. And I know that I had to do it fast. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in. And for those of you who are struggling with whether or not to contact your mother on Mother's Day, how about this? Why don't you do what's right for you for a change? Okay. So remember that you could call in and the mind map video series is still at a discounted uh, rate of $195. And it's me talking right through the nine panel uh, mind map, uh, all the panels and explanations and peaceful healing dialogues and case studies. And then of course, we have our beautiful staff of people and you can opt to work with anybody on the team. So thank you so much for tuning in and have yourself a happy Mother's Day, whether it's hanging out with your husband or hanging out with your children or whoever it is that loves you. Please open your heart to the people that love you and put your energy there. Thank you. Good night, everybody. a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.